Cinema Paradiso. Cinema Paradiso. Cinema Paradiso. La Dolce Vita. It's a Cinema Paradiso. Oh my God! Damn alligator, I beat my hand off. When you wish upon a star, it makes no difference who you are. Any movie could be your favorite if it is not on DD's podcast. Because this is a real rotten, uh, the podcast for movies uh, underneath 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes, as we say in Italy. We call it Italy because we eat so much out there. I am Nick Nicolas, and that is Steven Stefano Smaligicha Ramirez over there sitting across from me. We are here to talk uh, t- <laughs> talk Italian to each other. Talk dirty to me, baby. What it do, baby? Yeah, yo. We're doing Pinocchio. This is a, it's the year of Pinocchio, so we had to jump on in two feet first into the worst Pinocchio movie and possibly the worst movie we've ever done for the podcast. It's right up there. Um, this is the year of bad dubs. This is the year of, of, of the puppet. This is the year of the Pinoch. <laughs> I believe that's how you pronounce it in Italian. Yeah. Don't quote me. Pinocchio. 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 Is it Pinocchio? Oh, okay. Pinocchio. It's definitely not Pinocchio. <laughs> oh. Pretty sure that's Spanish for vagina. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, what the fuck? But, you know, we carry along because we're American and we don't speak Italian. We do not speak Italian. Therefore, so. we're not hearing Italian. Therefore, yeah. we needed this movie as an American audience. Yeah, we... Uh, Strictly an American audience. We'll get into it, but this this is this is an interesting flick. And by interesting, I mean... Uh, we danced around <laughs> it for the entire year. Um, Nick, Nick went in basically blind watching this film. And I really want to get his analysis of it because my uh, history with this film... Only saw the trailers and knew it was going to be a horrendous movie. <laughs> uh, even as a 13-year-old when the, when the film released. The only thing I know about this movie was the cover with Roberto Benigni's leg and his arm and his head sticking out and behind from a curtain. Yeah. So I thought there was a lot more performing than there was in this movie. There was little to no performing on stage as, um, as a puppet. Unless you count the entire <laughs> acting sequence <laughs> as a performance art piece. Which, uh, you know, we're, we'll get into that. But first, movie news. Um, the biggest thing I guess we should carry into beside, uh, carry into December as we end um, Nick Vember. Yeah, well, this is Nick, for, for the record, this is Nick Vember. Technically still. But this is Pinic- Pinicchio. Yeah, Pinicchio. Uh, uh, we are doing, it's a tradition for me and Steven to, on this holiday of tradition, Thanksgiving uh, Holiday Thanksgiving to be weekend. with people and your family and loved ones to uh, to do a podcast where it's just us. Yeah, it's for us. Because <laughs> we love only each other, obviously. Stevie Nicks, it's a Stevie Nicks episode because uh, this is our fourth straight Thanksgiving podcast alone. Yeah. You might recognize the other ones and where we we did Freebird. 40th Thanksgiving alone. Two, two, I think we did two Freebirds, and then we did one. We did, did Freebirds. <laughs> we did Dutch. We did Dutch, the long long awaited and, and asked for. Everybody asked for it. I yeah. Don't, <laughs> all three people. The, the people were clamoring for Dutch. 
We're we're technically I don't Pinocchio. What's the uh, holiday vibe that it gives you? I mean, this movie released on Christmas, so you get a little bit of holiday Christmassy vibes. I feel like when Geppetto crafted Pinocchio is Christmas Eve, and this was like a Christmas wish of his to have a boy. But yeah, that he makes got, that, that makes sense. He don't got no Pinocchio, so he had to do <laughs> Pinocchio. <laughs> Uh, so he was settling. Uh, Blue Fairy wasn't wasn't about to uh, slide into his DMs anytime soon. But uh, yeah, I think this is like holiday wintry vibes. Uh, it's it's not necessarily a summer summertime movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the, it's a good transition. It's the end of November, beginning of December movie. So it's good for us to when transition. boys become men. Yeah, it's, yeah. Our, it's a good transition for us into uh, into our. Our winter schedule. Into our winter years. Yes, exactly my my thoughts, Nick. But we'll talk more about it. Uh, movie news-wise, uh, what what do you have? Do you Nothing have major. I mean, it, this might be the year of the puppet, specifically the puppet named Pinocchio, <laughs> as there have been four four releases <laughs> no. of Pinocchio this year. No, there's been uh, two. This well, year. One. There's been one this year so far. So when was so so th- when was the new Roberto Benini Pinocchio? 2020. Right? That was 2020. Okay. Yeah. There, so, so there was a 2019 Pinocchio. Yeah. A 2020 Pinocchio, and there's already been a 2022 Pinocchio. There's been two 2022 Pinocchios. Well, there's going to be. The second one hasn't been released yet. To Guillermo. I was referring to the straight to DVD question mark Polly Shore <laughs> Pinocchio movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that's one. Oh my God, that's the one. I, for, I totally forgot about how Father. Pumped, how pumped I was for that one. <laughs> Father, I can't wait to be a real boy because it's the weasel. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was twenty twenty two. Yeah, so this yeah. this is going to be the third the third uh, the upcoming third film uh, directed by uh, Guillermo del Toro. Um, well, already getting praise, <laughs> by the way. It is weirdly getting praised by the Miller by Chris Lord and uh, Phil Miller. Oh. Oh. Or Chris Miller, Phil Lord, however which way you you put their names. Miller Lord, the Miller yeah, Lord, Lord duo. Lord and Miller, yeah. Lord Miller. Um, they're giving some praise for it. I don't know if that's just good PR or um, or what, but uh, yeah, I got high hopes about this one. Didn't have high hopes about the Zemeckis one. Um, I, I have faith in this one because of uh, Guillermo del Toro's... It's re- a Netflix movie. His, his red carpet, um, his red carpetness of this. Yeah. He's just walking around with his little tiny puppet. In yeah, his he is. I... I Ask everybody to pull up their phone that you're listening to this podcast on. Go on your computer, Google Guillermo del Toro, red carpet, Pinocchio, and you will see a man in a tiny puppet walking around and him saying, Rather large man with a tiny puppet. Very large man. And he'll say, Look at my little puppet. Look at my little puppet. I love my little puppet. You know, I really like making these films. And uh, this is part of it. And uh, fun fact about Guillermo del Toro that I found out about, uh, about him yesterday. Never had an M&M in his life. What? Yeah. <laughs> they you, asked how, him... How is, do you find that out? <laughs> uh, he was being interviewed, and the, the interview asked him, is, is peanut M&M the superior M&M? He's like, I never had the M&Ms. <laughs> 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 so there, there's a little gear of fact of the day for you. Wow, um, I, I, I really love that. Speaking, I think that's of, great. speaking of munchy food, uh, an unexpected sequel that apparently somebody wanted uh, is in the works and has been greenlit. Half baked too in the mix. Um, little bit of relevance with the uh, with the uh, you know Chappelle causing as usual controversy as as any apparent stand up comedian has to do. Yep. Um, he's not part of it. Oh, the he's origi- not. original he's writers, not. original directors, not part of it. The only person J- that's Jim returning, Bre- Jim Brewer. No, he's he's too far gone. Poor Jim. Uh, <laughs> he's at Bellevue. He's having a tough. <laughs> he's having a tough year. <laughs> he had a tough three years. Uh, poor guy. Uh, not so poor. 
Um, no, the only per- person returning, Mary Jane. Oh. Mary Jane's the only one returning, and it's revolving around teenagers. Can you call that Half-Baked 2? I don't really understand. How, yeah. How, if, how is it a sequel? Just, just Couldn't tell you. It might be Thurgood's child, and then you know Thurgood died of a weed overdose. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's like a reverse positive reflection uh, uh, reflection of a Half-Baked 1. But it doesn't matter. I'm not going to watch it. Gonna no. be really bad. No, no, especially not if anybody's involved. Direct uh, to Peacock exclusive, not to you know, not to rain on Peacock's parade. Half baked, twenty nine percent. Yeah, Hall of Fame territory. Almost, yeah, almost a future. So contender. if this movie does come out, uh, we, we can play it. We can I mean, we can play the hit. It's gonna get no traction. So let's just. What are you talking about? Number two, it. number two, will no. No, it's, the original half baked. The original half baked is iconic. I to mean, a, a lot of our generation. Oh, iconic! Because we are in November. Yeah, November. You know, so there's maybe, your tie-in. Maybe next November it'll be. Uh, it's ninety-eight, so it'll be. It'll be. Uh, what is that? Twenty-five years. Next year. I have doubts. Okay, we'll think about it. <laughs> Let's wish upon a star, <laughs> and think that movie's going to be good. While we wish upon a star. Yep. Let's get a little taste. Of Pinocchio, 2002. For anyone who thought they knew the story of the wooden puppet who wanted to be a real boy, get real. Christmas Day, Pinocchio is coming to life. I love it! Like you've never seen him before. (laughs) He's cooler. You talking to me? Wilder. Oh, boy. And funnier than ever. Pinocchio, only in theaters Christmas Day. Rated G. So it's a holiday movie. Like I like I mentioned, this is a movie that was released on uh, Christmas Day, two thousand two. Uh, buzz around it? I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't involved in the in the PR around it. Um, had, it had to have had buzz if they <laughs> if they took the if they took the time to release this on Christmas Day. It's a big, uh, it's a big matzo ball to hang over one's head. Two thousand two. This is a big year for movies, for no particular reason. I mean, it's post nine eleven, so yeah. that's that's what it is. It's like you you, you want to get people into theaters and not and distract them from the uh, two wars yeah. that eventually <laughs> happen. <laughs> well, from from the guy who who brought you life is beautiful. Uh, they, I think everybody wanted a, a little Italian man in their life, and it was they, big Benini. They were going to bring back Benini. And I Mir- think Miramax really bet big on this movie, and it is so cool that it bombed so hard. Uh, I love uh, this. You, was- know, you, you know, secondhand embarrassment. Is there a word for like secondhand like pride? Uh, secondhand pride, <laughs> secondhand, secondhand satisfaction. I mean, you're just uh, vica- I'm like some, vi- your like, vicarious pride. Yeah, yeah, yes, it's like secondhand satisfaction, vicarious pride. I- I'm happy that this movie uh, not not for Roberto. He he has maybe recovered. I don't know if he had to recover he's in fine. in Italy. He's just like he's, he's a god in Italy. Yeah, he's yeah. just the man. So. He never really has to leave Italy. He just no. has to worry about coming to America. I mean, we'll talk about that. But the fact that um, the early 2000s in America, Italian culture was huge. And by Italian culture, I mean Italian-American culture was huge. You had the Sopranos. You had fast food restaurants yep. embracing the panini. This is true. You had Quiznos toasted subs. That's true. Uh, yeah, uh, what, what is the, the was Italian t- BMT was yeah, the, the number one the, sandwich in Subway. The BMT. Still, yeah. still the only sandwich I ever get from Subway. Wow. Yeah, big cold cut guy. I stayed true to my roots. 
Yeah, yeah, you're um, all nine <laughs> percent of those roots. Uh, 2002, I was 25 percent Italian. Uh, that was before <laughs> DNA testing was uh, available and widely <laughs> widely ready for people. Yeah, but good news, I'm back up to 13. So we'll talk about we'll, we'll get into how how um, simple pleasures <laughs> like that were real uh, were real fascinations in this movie, let uh, alone in in our younger years. Buongiorno, buongiorno. <laughs> I want I don't want one cup of milk. I want two cups. Of Actually, milk. Italy is back in a big way too. Why Lotus Two? Uh, Why Lotus Italy. Two? Electric uh, Boogaloo. Yep. Uh, there's some other Italy stuff going on. I'm sure. Uh, th- they just elected a fascist. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> there's that. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. What's Italy? Yeah, Italy in the news. Uh, I'm just gonna. I just googled Italy and then news. Here's what's up. Oh yeah, it's all about that lady. So we're just gonna Great. move on. Here we go. Um, what happens when an army of bikers invades an Italian resort? Click this link to find out. So I'll be back in ten minutes, guys. I really got to figure out what that's about. Zero percent. <laughs> Zero percent for uh, Pinocchio two uh, thousand two. I we should really start keeping track of what zeros we do. Um, right. This might be the f- fifth. This is a zero with the caveat, though. Is it the fifth? I think it's under five. I want to bet on the under on on five. I think it's this is the fourth because we fourth. did we this... did Big Green. We yep. did X versus Sever. Yep. We did. I think it was just those three, and then this one. Oh no, we did um, Gotti. Another Italian American <laughs> classic film. <laughs> oh man, Gotti and or the other one that we did, the fan, not the fan, the uh, you know, yeah, uh, where he's moose, the fanatic, the, <laughs> the fanatic. <laughs> wow, we uh, really went on a John Travolta tear there. That was hey, pretty great. You know, he was pre- he was prevalent. He's, he's, uh, when you're prolific. bad at what you do, you will get recognition, and he is definitely bad at what he does. Just a, just a matter of time before we uh, live uh, willisly. Uh, still still will. a lot of zero uh, percenters on the horizon for us. Oh, oh J- yeah. Jaws the Revenge, zero percent. Jaws the Revenge, yeah, we did a few. Uh, okay, a, so a this, previous this, zero. this is close to this our fifth or our sixth, and there you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, Beethoven three and four are. <laughs> not real movies, <laughs> yeah. but that's okay. Joe Dirt two. Joe Dirt two, not a real movie. Bucky it premiered L- on Crackle. Crackle. <laughs> uh, Bucky Larson, Bucky Larson, that's a real Born movie. Born to be a star, uh, that is a real movie. Okay, so there you go. Uh, Garbage Pail Kids is on your list, and Highlander two, The Quickening. Quickening. Uh, we're gonna quick. We're gonna get quickening in here at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't look that up. Um, audience score thirty three. No, there's no way. There's no way. There's that's, no way. That's the, that's pumped numbers up. I'll, I'll be it. Let's that's, go. Let's it must go. be Italians. Side note: zero percent with a caveat. Yes, because this is an American dub version. The Italian version with subtitles, not a zero percent movie according to the audience. So maybe that's where the skew is. Is that there's no Italian version of this film on rot- on Rotten Tomatoes. Therefore, they have to blow up the the American dub version. That's true. Well, Conspiracy. That technically, the movie we are reviewing is the American dub version. Yes. Of Pinocchio. the Miramax cut. Yes. Yeah. Uh, blurbs. Uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, critical consensus. Uh, Roberto Benigni misfires wildly with this adaptation of Pinocchio, and the result is an unfunny, poorly made, and creepy vanity project. Creepy is a good word. Creepy vanity project. Um, hits the nail on the head for me. This is creepy. It's a creepy movie. It's a creepy movie where I didn't understand the the moral of the the entire story of Pinocchio <laughs> until actually watching this film, not so, the Disney version. Yeah, this so film. the st- the story of Pinocchio, eighteen eighty three, like a comics, eighty three. Yeah, eighteen eighty three. Which and I think it was just about kids must have been running wild back in the day in Italy. Uh, so they they needed like some sort of boogeyman situation. So they made Pinocchio. Yeah, and they're like, you're going to turn into a donkey if you don't. Uh, <laughs> 
what era of Italy is this? This is the one where it's like Ven- Venetian art was was big, like they're big into into Venice post Renaissance, <clears throat> masquerading around, being Assassin's Creeds, you know. Oh yeah, prime prime Assassin uh, Assassin's Creed time. Yeah, yeah. I don't even there's a there's a term for it, and I'm not good with uh, <laughs> those time periods. Uh, I have a feeling this this version. So this version is uh, apparently like more of a straight up story of the release Pinocchio, where he he just goes on a lot of adventures. Yeah. So Benini took the story and wrote a bunch of vignettes, basically, and stitched them all together into this movie. You think so? You think so? I mean, it seems like it. I don't. I think this is just the story of Pinocchio, but it's yes, yeah, story of Pinocchio. But but you can see the it's the, all it's all like short adventures, and he must have just made them all into one long book. Yeah, no, no, you're right. The yeah. the author, the yeah, author, the, the author, the very Italian named author that I can't pronounce correctly. Yeah, um, yeah. These are this is a collection of short stories, and then the adapt all the adaptations are just all of them shortened, wrapped into one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. Uh, my blurb is from Jonathan Rosenbaum. Uh, mine's going off of the American dub. He said, The recut American version is truly awful, but a good 75% of that awfulness is attributed to Miramax, the film's distributor. There's a lot of blame that could be put on this uh, on this studio, more so than the than the auteur. So, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Harvey, another reason for Harvey, Weinstein to, go to, brothers. For, for yeah. Harvey to go to jail. Uh, ruining a perfectly Italian Pinocchio. <laughs> he was Not like, a good movie. He's uh, like, nobody's going to want to watch this weird Pinocchio movie with subtitles. With a and, 50-year-old man as a boy. <laughs> spice it up. Put I some Glenn Close you, in there. We're going to talk about it, but that just makes, it, it was, it's jarring. This movie to watch, just like immediately, it just comes on and it is just, it is insane. Yeah. Everything about it. Yeah. Conversation <laughs> about lollipops in general. Yeah. My blurb is from uh, Edward Guthman. Guthman? Guthman. Uh, yeah. The SF Cron. Um, he s- simply begs the question, what can one say about a balding 50-year-old actor playing an innocent boy card from a log? Plenty. Uh, that is bad. It's yeah. terrible. It's no good. Horrible. Uh, avoidable. Easily avoidable. Yeah, whatever the, whatever the opposite of balissimo is, that's what I, I would say. The opposite ba- bafangulo. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Pauly. Pauly, bafangulo. Put him down. Uh, notable critic, uh, A.G. Gleiberman. Ah, uh, yeah. A.G. Gleiberman. <laughs> A.G. Gleibert with <laughs> Gleibers. Owen said, uh, would Benini's Italian Pinocchio have been any easier to sit through than this hastily dubbed disaster? I think so. I think so. Um, that's going to hang over this movie uh, for us, this whole podcast. Abs- absolutely, because if you give me Italian subtitles and um, that's that's the intro b- beyond Roberto Benini decided to write, uh, direct, and play the lead as a young boy puppet in Italian with subtitles, <laughs> that sounds like a whimsical journey that I could get into. Yeah, you know what this, this movie is? We've actually done this movie before, but we did it as three other movies. We mm-hmm. did we did the Nutcracker 3D. This was had major Nutcracker 3D vibes. We did Master of Disguise. Uh, th- there's a well, there's a tie into that. Yes, and then there is a Kung Pao. It is those three movies yeah. together make up this it's Pinocchio. <laughs> make up Pinocchio two thousand two. I agree. I, I honestly wish this movie was easier to watch for people. We had to. Yeah. I had to. Re- I, I had to actually rent this movie. Uh, were all of streaming. these? All of those movies were released in two thousand two, right? Except Nutcracker. Yeah, that was which was two thousand one. Right, twenty ten, not two thousand one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nutcracker three D. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So at least one of. <laughs> 
<laughs> they didn't learn any, they didn't learn any lessons. Actually, you know which Pinocchio? The next Pinocchio that Benini does with there's an even creepier puppet. It looks along the same lines as the Nutcracker puppet. Yeah. Yeah, more, more Nutcracker vibes mixed uh, with the Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes, uh, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Oh, the Jonathan Taylor Thomas Pinocchio. That's a creep. That's another one. That's a plus creep right what there. What are they doing? What is <laughs> Pinocchio? What is the point of Pinocchio? He's a wooden doll, but like he, he doesn't have to look like wood. Is it all? <laughs> is it always parents who just want to like? Bring back the story of Pinocchio to help their kids are good good kids. Yeah, you got to be a good kid because this guy wanted to be a good kid his whole life, but he looked look at his all all his mistakes turned into a jackass. Yeah, this movie's fucking freaky, man. Well, it was released uh, Christmas Day, two thousand two. Where were you? Where were you Christmas Day, two thousand two? Two thousand two. Yeah, eek. Um, <laughs> probably complaining about a uh, uh, something that I got for Christmas. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably wearing like pajamas. I think I got fam. the new Creed album. Uh, and then I got a stereo system and was playing the new Creed album uh, okay. loudly. That's that's pretty solid. This is firmly in uh, Nick's Nick's family goes to uh, goes to the films, goes to the movies on Christmas Day. I'm gonna find out what that is. Yeah, while, while you, I want to know while you uh, read the next stuff. Film rating G uh, makes sense. There's no reason to put it as a PG uh, or 13 film um, unless you're really trying to avoid young children to watch this film. And in that case, just don't see it. Runtime an hour 48. Uh, way too long. But um, that's all I got to say. That's just way too long. Yeah, way <laughs> like, too long is correct. Give me ninety-three minutes. Don't give me. Don't give me uh, an hour and eighteen. Okay, here's uh, here's what I'm thinking. Uh, my family saw Christmas Day two thousand and two. Santa Claus two. That's probably my guess. That's my guess. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I did see that movie, but not on Christmas. Uh, other movies that were out though, top box office uh, to steal from from Blank Check, one of one of my favorite movie podcasts and one that uh, everybody should listen to. I, mm. I hope they ever they do a Roberto Benigni one because they will have to review this movie and it will be <laughs> one of the best episodes they could ever do. They do they do a game with uh, what movies were at the top of the box office when this movie came out. So yeah. here we go, Lord of the Rings. Two yeah. Towers. Two Towers came out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Catch Me If You Can. Oh, okay. I wonder if my family saw Catch Me If You Can. That that seems like too good for us. Uh, I definitely saw that and Santa Claus 2 in the theaters. Two weeks. And no, of course, Two Towers. Two weeks notice, number three. Gangs in New York, number four. Did made, not see Made Gangs. in Manhattan, number five. Dang. Number six. Contender. Drumline. Yeah. That's where Nick Cannon's still making money, feeding all those. That didn't big... release Christmas though. That no, had no, no. These before. are just these are just in the top box office. So okay. it was released in December. Hot Chick number seven. There it is. Die Another Day number eight. Bad movie. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, which released in November. Didn't see it. Uh, number nine, and then Star Trek Nemesis number ten. With a shout out to Wild Thornberries at number eleven. <laughs> wow, Wild Thornberries movie with our <laughs> with our teenage with our teenage dream. Uh, yeah, as Deb, and then of course Flea as Donnie. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I should get a Donnie drop. Wow, two thousand two, good year, good year for movies. Decent tre- tre- year. Treasure Planet adaptation all on this list. Yeah, we definitely saw that when we were thirteen. Eight adaptation. Mile, Twenty Fifth Hour, Ghost Ship still holding strong at number twenty four. Yeah. Uh, at this time, so. So there you go. There so. you go. It's basically we reviewed uh, our year in movies with yeah. that list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess that's what happens when we do anniversaries. Uh, uh, no taglines in this film. No taglines for this movie. Unreal. I, I, probably in Italian somewhere that we, we can't find. Yeah. Il buono fortuna con yeah. Vici. Veni, veni, Vici. There you go. <laughs> veni, veni, Vici? Veni, 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 veni,
be. That, yeah, that would be my tagline. Okay. We came, we saw, we conquered. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense for Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, or we came, we saw, we hee-hawed. <laughs> There's that. Seesaw, hee-haw. Plot keywords, a character name is title, Pinocchio character, puppet, one word title, and slime house. Another slime house. <laughs> what was the other slime house movie we did? Uh, it's some, it's a lot of Nickelodeon movies. I, oh, yeah. it must have been Master of Disguise. I, and then. there's like kind of a podcast that that does those those types of movies. Like uh, so. Clock Stoppers? Yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Clock Stoppers, good pull, Jesse Bradford. <laughs> that movie sits You're with You're pulling me. the actor, which is even more brave. <laughs> Love that movie. Oh, it's such a bad movie. Um, the who's in this film, uh, obviously we talked about... Well, you didn't, we didn't mention that this... Oh, is, this, yeah, we got to talk about this budget. This is the most expensive Italian movie of all time at yeah. this point in time, <laughs> which... <laughs> Says uh, a lot about where Roberto Benigni was as a as an actor and filmmaker at this time. Uh, he got he want- free reign <laughs> yeah. to do anything. Yeah. He chose this. Just doing whatever he Just wanted. I want to preface that before we talk about the movie. The, the craziest thing about Ber- Roberto Benigni is you look him up and you're like, that's Roberto Benigni? <laughs> like you, if you didn't know who he was. Italian be, sex symbol Roberto yeah, Benigni. Put would some be, respect on would that be, name. You would be like, this has to be the best looking guy in the history of the world. And he, he's, he's just a beautiful Italian man, especially because Italian men are just, you know, stunning. His name, his name rolls off the tongue yeah, quite but, nicely. Roberto Benigni, you know, and he's easy, easy to come by. But then you see him, and you are like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Yeah. Uh, for all my life is beautiful heads out there, you you all know what he looks like already. But he looks like an old balding man. Yeah, he looks like a cobbler. Yes. That you'd find in some yeah. <laughs> uh, little Italian village. Not an actor. A superstar, though. Superstar. Yeah. God among men uh, in Italia. Uh, made all its money back worldwide, barely. Uh, $40 million budget. US, U.S. only made $3.67 Yikes. Big yikes. Big yikes on that uh, On that uh, big miss. Um, who would have knew? Oh, I don't know. Probably 80% of America would have knew that. That it was not going to be a success. That, this was the slow realization that... Um, this may this may have uh, you know pu- pushed the line when it came to having a movie always dubbed versus just getting subtitles. You know what I mean? You know, it uh, pushes the point because now we refuse to watch anything with dubs. And back then, I felt like dubs were superior, and I was a foolish child. Squid Game, I would say, more people probably watched it with subtitles and with dubs, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, Parasite. Uh, all anything anything Japanese. Yeah, I just watched uh, Decision to Leave in theaters, all all uh, subtitled. Japanese ma- manga and a- and its adaptations are always superior when it comes to subtitles over dubs. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, name a dub. Isn't an, isn't anime pretty dubbed? Uh, very, very. for for American audiences, but yeah. people who watch like people who are into anime like like have Crunchyroll subscriptions and shit like that watch the subtitles. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of bad language in anime that doesn't translate well to American audience. <laughs> Is that true? Gotta say. Yeah. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball uh, in Japanese, it's F this, F that, fuck your mother. Like, showing, like, mooning, mooning no. the enemies. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah, look it up. That's not true. Oh, look it up. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Wow. We're, we really need... This is the uh, first time... 
<laughs> the first time we've ever asked for a producer. <laughs> yeah, first time we've ever really needed a fact check is uh, <laughs> Kyle's not here Talking when you slanders. need him. Kyle's not here when you need him. He's just screaming at the computer right now while editing this podcast. Uh, Roberto Benigni directed this movie. He wrote this movie with his friend uh, Vincenzo Cerami. Cerami? Cerami. Cerami. Vincenzo Cerami! Vincenzo the fighting salami Cerami. Yep. Um, no notable crew. Miramax is to blame for Italian that. Italian crew. Uh, notable crew production designer won a lot of uh, awards for this movie. Uh, posthumous. Uh, yeah, he died uh, oh, after really? this movie was made. Yeah, the movie's apparently dedicated to that dude. Dante. Yeah, something, something, something. Uh, actors. We should, we should get his name right. Yeah, uh, go right ahead. I'll, I'll find that while, go you, right ahead. while you go through the actors. Actors, we're not naming the Italian actors because it doesn't matter because the who really carried the weight were the voice actors for the American <laughs> dub. We all know that. Uh, voice of Pinocchio well, played... We, we will say Roberto Benigni plays Pinocchio. We already said that. It's, it's done. Yeah, but so... We need to describe him playing Pinocchio. He is a large. He's a small. He's a small man, but Very he's, wiry, he's obviously old. Fifty-year-old man wearing a uh, jumpsuit that you would see on like a, a vintage clown doll outfit. <laughs> that's yes, that's exactly right. Um, red and white, big buttons, big frills on the on the um, on the sleeves and on the collar. He also apparently is wearing a, a like a Jack in the Box hat, <laughs> but the hat allegedly is made out of bread. Yes, made out of bread, um, and not, it never falls. It never falters. It never gets picked at by birds. It always looks perfect. Danila Donati, Danila uh, Donati. That's the production person. Yes, died in uh, 2001 in Rome. Voice actors, though, voice of Pinocchio, Brecken Meyer. This is a the a voice acting crew that they got in short notice to dub this movie is. It's not bad. Stars, pretty stars. Like if you had told me this is the voice acting crew, I'd be like, okay, yeah, it's it's just fine. But would you have wanted Italian actors to dub this over? Like maybe if they all had Italian accents, this this would have been a better American dub. Honestly, I would have enjoyed the movie better if Pinocchio was actually dubbed by a child. <laughs> in the in like the, Jonathan Lipnicki. So yeah. that's the that's the hardest part of this movie. Is like, doesn't it make it worse that? It's an adult. Yeah, that's one of the worst. We'll talk about it a little bit further <laughs> down the line, but this is one of the worst parts of the movie is that Papa, Papa. everyone who plays a child is an adult. That's not as egregious as <laughs> animals being played by humans do, but, you know, that's I think that's part of the transfer transformation process. Yeah, they brought back one of our favorite uh, recasts of characters in Animal. Yeah. There's a lot of those. Done deal. Don't have to tell me twice. Make uh, make a cat a human anthropomorphized <laughs> cat. <laughs> Uh, you know, we'll, you know, we'll talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, run through the voice actors. Voice of the Blue Fairy is Glenn Close, which is a good choice. Uh, doesn't fit the Italian actress who plays the the Blue Fairy. But no, who, still who works. in real life is married to uh, Roberto R- Roberto Benigni. Yeah, the Na- Natalia something. Uh, John Cleese is rickety uh, rickety cricket. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket <laughs> <laughs> is Jiminy Cricket, and he's be- very much a nothing role in this. He's not as pr- uh, prominent as he is in the animated version. Yeah, well, um, Cricky, he, he's one of the more around characters, though. He he's uh yeah he's like the uh, the, there, the there, Greek chorus. There was something that I didn't put like Farmer George is played by Jim Belushi, and he yeah. has like six lines. In he the has whole six movie. real good lines yeah. in, the, in the whole <laughs> yeah. film. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kevin James was like the uh, the puppet master. Yep. Uh, who doesn't sound like Kevin James at all? <laughs> Not at all. It was good voice acting by our guy. Uh, Leonardo, uh, d- uh, the friend of Pinocchio throughout the film, is played by Topher. Yep, Topher Grace coming fresh off uh, that that '70s show. Um, also a professional gambler and a and a decent uh, film editor. We should be a Topher Grace podcast. We might have to be. Um, really want to get uh, really want to get to know uh, that guy more. Um, 
I feel yeah. like we we'll would see have, how his career plays out. Yeah, I think he he's still got a lot to give. He's got yeah. He, he's only just getting started. Yeah. You know, he he's he, got that '90s show coming up. Is he in that? Yeah, he's the lead. He's 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 red in that '90s show. Oh, he's the red. Is that still coming out? Hasn't that been coming out for like nine years? <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. It'll be released on a freebie here in about uh, three weeks. Um, uh, how many movies does he have under twenty five percent? Guess right now. Four. You are. Wrong. He has. Is Tad Hamilton not a not a twenty five? No, that's actually a forty five. Wow. Right? He's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Take me home tonight's one of them. No, that's twenty eight. What? Yeah. Wow. I saw that in theaters. Uh, a lot of like just straight straight garbage movies. Uh, we have done a, a Topher Grace movie, Valentine's Day. Yes, he was briefly in Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, he he got gets two, cheated on, I think, in Valentine's Day. Two zero percenters, which we know uh, he was in a dark period in 2017 and 2018. Was he? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't aware of that. If you're in two 0% movies in back-to-back years, that means you are... Uh, he had some payments to make. You're having some trouble. He owed a couple bookies from yes. his uh, poker days. Um, cat Fox, uh, the Cat and the Fox, played by Eddie Griffin and uh, Cheech uh, Marin, respectfully. Yeah. Uh, they're fine. They're fine foils. Yep. Geppetto, the voice uh, played by David Suchet, um, who is famous for being Ekiopoa oh. in the uh, in the masterpiece El theater. Ekiopoa, um, and of course the ringmaster who uh, <laughs> takes Pinocchio around and then throws him off a beach <laughs> into the water, <laughs> connected to a stone as a donkey. <laughs> the uh, the ever loving Regis Philbin, ladies and gentlemen. He says, "Oh yeah, he's, go for a swim, Pinocchio." What's I put it there. <laughs> there was a yeah, as we said. Also, Kevin James, Queen Latifah has four lines as a dove in this movie. Oh my god, that was the best heat check of all time. Is is Queen Latifah giving Pinocchio life lessons as a dove? <laughs> yeah. Eric Idle comes in and he drops a couple lines. He's a uh, he's the um, Maduro, the, the chariot, uh, the, uh, yeah. the chariot oh, driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> go my <laughs> go my babies, or what does he say? He says, "My lovely, are you going to come with my us? little lovelies?" <laughs> <laughs> Dolly, are you going to come with us? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. We don't even bring up anybody yeah, else. Uh, yeah, so so Breckenmeyer is the voice you hear for the majority of this movie. And uh, it is terrible. It is... This movie is made as if somebody didn't know what the actual script of the movie was, and they just wrote it as they watched the movie. So they watched it, and then they would write the lines as they were going, and then had had them just... Ad lib. I mean, he he turned out all right. Is he that was... not exactly what happened? The way that everybody talked in this movie, it was like they were trying to fill space. It was no, like <laughs> they... I think it was the fault of the translator. So they got, probably got when Google Translate first came out. They're like, we don't need to hire a translator. We got the internet. Oh yeah, early and they got the Italian. They got the Google Translate version of the Italian script, and that that was their lines. Yeah, the they entire were just time. going off of early Google Translate. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm a tuna, and I'm very emotional. <laughs> glug glug. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he turned out all right, though. He was in Franklin and Bash. How can you bash Franklin and Bash? You know? Brecken, I, I I would have that guy's career in a second. He's got I a think, great voice acting career. I think he was he was very famous in the right time to be very famous, which is like the mid, early to mid-90s, late 90s. He uh, he owned that time. Road Trip and uh, Rat Race. Yeah, before. And Double was, R's. Yeah, before you, before you ever got, like, you know, stalked by too much paparazzi. Like, he doesn't have people filming him at the clubs or anything like that. So he was famous at the right time. And now he's now he's old enough, raising a family, yeah. just but still cashing checks. Right. He's doing all right. Trivia. 
won the worst actor at the Razzies. First non-English language uh, film to be nominated for worst picture. I don't know if that should count because it was dubbed. If they just did, yeah. if they did the Italian version, wouldn't have would ha- at if, See, back, would it have been nominated? Back to this again. Uh, the Razzie was actually awarded to both Breckenmeyer and Roberto Benigni. For, oh wow! So, so Breckenmeyer has a Razzie. Breckenmeyer award? has a Razzie. I need to talk to him. Wow, I wonder how he feels about that. Yeah, he's probably a five percent that he chance he would come on this podcast, which is higher than most celebrities. I mean, how much is his cameo? Yeah. Um, you mentioned it was the most expensive production in Italian film history. Uh, yep. The connection to uh, Master of Disguise, Miramax wanted Data Carby to voice <laughs> Pinocchio, which I would have been on board with. Would he have done Pistachio? He would have totally done Pistachio. <laughs> he totally would have done, and that would have been okay. And it would have been months later. This would have come out months later because that was 2002 as well, right? Yeah, it came out fe- like Master of Disguise was early February or August. Or, or no, it wasn't August release. Yeah, so. so- <laughs> It would Riding have been, that high, it would have been just three months, and then everybody would have been like, you know, we, you know, what we need more of, uh, Dana Carvey doing an Italian person. Oh, thank God! <laughs> wow, hey, look at that. He's dubbing Roberto Benigni. You know, but I actually think that Pistachio as Pinocchio works so much better. Would have been really good. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it fits. It fits weirdly. Yeah, even well. if it would, it would have been way over the top. But this movie is way over the this top. This movie is way over the top. It deserves way over the top voice acting. It's actually more of a joke by taking it seriously with all the voice actors right. that are in this movie. That's what I'm saying. Is like you give me more whimsicalness. Um, give me like less seriousness, especially from like the 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 bad guys. Like Topher Grace took his job way too seriously. In this Topher role. Grace's <laughs> Topher Grace's character was just like he's creepy creep yeah <laughs> horrible and, like- he was, and he was like a 30 year old who how old are these people <laughs> I, just I think they can like uh, molest a puppet because he's not a real human boy was it but because, it's still a weird because they didn't want holder <laughs> it's because they didn't want to pay kid actors or like have to work on kid schedules that they had just hired all these adults as kid actors as like children around it was this italian town no it's an every, italian artist move every kid that was in the school was like also they're all in their 30s, 30s. Yeah. yeah they're all 30 yeah um I think it was an Italian artist decision to be like, we don't need no, we don't need no kids, we don't need no bambinos, we can make it ourselves <laughs> with our own age and people to understand it's a Pinocchio. Yeah, as a Michael, as a Michaela Jordan wants to say, the fuck of them kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was an Italian Australian that you just did. That's new. That's a new addition. Well, everything goes towards Australia eventually. <laughs> yeah, you're Australian adjacent. That's that's for sure. Fuck are they my kids, huh? <laughs> Good day, mate. <laughs> Good day, mate. <laughs> the movie plot, according to Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> this is all they wrote. We're going to keep it short and simple because this is what the story is. Yep. A woodcarver creates a puppet that longs to become a real boy. I want to be a real boy. Yeah. Real boy. Yeah. Which is like, well, that's the more famous Pinocchio. Shrek? And that's not even the Disney Pinocchio. <laughs> the Shrek Pinocchio is the, the most Shrek fa- Pinocchio voice is the most iconic Pinocchio. Yeah, that is actually the most iconic Pinocchio. This is correct. We were forced to come here. <laughs> Nobody invited us. Wow. I, I remember, and then the women's underwear. It's like, are you wearing, are you wearing, are you wearing a thong? Yeah. <laughs> what a legendary moment in cinema is the moment that Pinocchio got caught lying because he was wearing uh, women's underwear and he just likes to do it, which is you know totally fine. Let your freak flag fly. Yeah. I remember that being a hilarious part of that movie. Uh, we'll revisit all the Shreks one day. Yeah, when we do Shrek Forever After. Yeah, we'll start our own podcast called <laughs> called Shrek Forever After, where we watch Shrek every single week for the, rest of, our, for the, ever the after. rest of our lives. Yeah, why not? Yeah. 
and uh, the and animated shorts. It's a good Christmas special. Yeah. Um. Oh, the other uh, major uh, fun fact that we wanted fun fact that we wanted to bring up is Roberto Benigni or- originally wanted to work with Federico Fellini, <laughs> yeah, Federico and, Fellini, and make it um, uh, another Fellini magnum opus, but uh, he died. Yeah. So, so Roberto said, "I'm going to direct this film." Yeah. That, so the Italian uh, reviews that I read were a lot of that talking about um, how he's a good actor, good writer. Yeah. Not a good director. Oh, so they knock him for the direction. They said the direction of the movie was lacking, and that he uh, he was saved by the production design. That's which, a deep which, insult, which yeah. is true. That's a deep insult to, to an Italian. Yeah. yeah, this movie probably wrecked him, which is why he did Pinocchio again uh, eighteen years 18 later. Eighteen years <laughs> later, he's like, you know, I'll just beat Geppetto yeah. this time. <laughs> Someone, some other fifty-year-old can play Pinocchio. Okay, so. We've, we've already talked about the biggest Are You For Real of the movie, which is the dub. The dub is... Unnecessary. Makes it a joke. The entire movie, which maybe it's supposed to be a joke, I have no idea. Also, but they're, they're, this, they're, them talking matches the movie a lot to where you think that maybe that is what they're saying, is what you hear in the movie. And if they are saying the words that we are hearing... Even if it's like remotely close, yeah, it's terrible. It's bad. It's maybe the worst worst written script I've ever read, heard yeah. in my entire life. Yeah. What's so, the What's the bigger joke dub movie that we did this year? This or Kung Pao? Kung Pao is a better dub movie than this one. I'd say so. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's it's because it. But it's, maybe not funnier. <laughs> maybe not funnier. <laughs> this movie is sneaky. Sneaky, very funny. Because this is unintentionally of how bad it funny. Is. Yeah. yeah, this is major room vibes. Uh, that, that Kung Pao has better jokes, embrace. but this has this is funnier. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Hol- your holiday double feature would definitely be uh, Pinocchio, and then followed up with Cats. If I was wondering if I would leave this theater, this was a, this would be a movie I would really consider theater leave. I would have left. Yeah, I would have left if my sister convinced my parents and 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 us us as a family, as a unit to go watch this film, I would have yeah. walked out. I'm, like, I'm going to be in the arcade for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> Let me know. I have never left a movie early in my entire life, except for one, because the uh, subtitles of the movie were like halfway off the screen. And I'm uh, like, I can't like, even fucking read these, so I'm, I'm going to get the hell out of here. Yeah, I don't know what they're saying. They're speaking Norwegian. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, that's that's the only time. But I think that had I walked into this movie as a young adult, and it started, and I saw what was happening. I would consider leaving, or I would stay and say everybody should go see this movie. It's, wow, it's incredible! And just troll everybody. There's, there's a there's a, there's an alternate universe where I think that this is a really bad, fun movie to watch. And maybe had it like caught on in college with people, yeah, we this could have been like a pretty good high movie. You show this at Friendsgiving, back to back with Cats, <laughs> yeah, as an unintentionally think, funny movie. I think this and Cats. Pair extremely well together. I mean, there you get anthropomorphized animals in both versions, so you might as well get uh, you might as well get them together. Um, speaking of your for real moments, the overall chaos of this movie, the dubs over the subs. You had we talked about it a little bit, but Benini getting Carta Blanche post life is beautiful, uh, and he decides to do this movie, 
a, a, a folklore tale about about the dangers of, of being a child, a boy child, <laughs> in in uh, in eighteen hundreds Italy. <laughs> is this just is this just like their only folklore? They have to have a lot more folklore. They're fucking Italy. They're, they're like Italy. one of the they're like a, the cradle of civilization in a lot of ways. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, everything's related back to Roman yes, times. So maybe this is the non-Roman. Rome. Is there just not? There's not one other story that they just want to constantly remake. There has to be one. Well, they got Assassin's Creed now, so maybe. Maybe yeah. they can roll with that. <laughs> shout out to our Assassin's Creed and Sean. Uh, yeah, shout out to... Yeah, Sean, come back Sean. on. <laughs> Sean, come back on. Um, we talked about casting adults as children. It's just a faux pas. Yep. Um, unless you're unless you're taking the piss, and this movie did not take the piss. Yep. Those are, those are all like general overarching things of the movie. And then there's a lot of specifically bad things in this movie. Yeah, but my one my one thing is that this is slightly overarching, but getting specific. I guess in the original snor- stor- Snorri, in the original story, this snorri. happened. <laughs> the original Snorri, <laughs> in the original story, this happened. Well, that's uh, actually good. Uh, I'm going to hold on to that one. Yeah, do it. That's yeah. pretty good Snorri. Pat- patent it. Um Pinocchio, after he gets uh, uh, his five gold coins and Cat and Fox tell him to come back to this field at midnight, gets lynched in, yeah. in, in, the, in, the, in the book, and they did it in this movie, in they this ha- rated G movie. They hang him. They hang him. They try to kill him because they think he's a dude, but he's a puppet. Yes. Wow. That's so that's so dark. But everybody else knows he's a puppet off the bat. How yeah. do they not know he's a puppet? Because they're idiots, obviously. But they... And the, Idiot conman. But they were just making up words the whole time. So they, yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they were just speak, they're constantly they're like, oh, uh, you got to go to Nincompoop Town, you know? Yeah. And then and there's well, the, uh, there is bring a dumb's personville. Grab a dimwit. No, gra- grab a dimwit is an actual town. That's like the name of the town. That's like where you send so them to they prison. They made it sound like that they were just making that up, like grab a dimwit, and they were just making fun of Pinocchio for thinking that's a real town. But then the town's name was grab yeah. a dimwit, yeah. and then I was like, is it a joke or is it real? Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's understand. It's a real joke. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, terrible. Is that a real town? Uh, it wasn't. It, it's not a real real town, but oh, it's like okay. the name of the town in the in the story. Oh, okay. Like you're at the Grabadimwit courthouse. This is the gra- the Grabadimwit prison. Yeah, sentenced to five years in jail at Grabadimwit <laughs> prison. Yeah. Uh, what's your memory of the Disney uh, cartoon Pinocchio? I I remembered it being pretty significant in my life and being kind of scary. Like the whale. The whale scary. scene is the most memorable. Uh, the donkey. Memorable. The donkey. The party donkey scene is. I never owned I, Pinocchio as a, as a kid. It was it was locked away in the vault when uh when it came around as during my yeah, it childhood. Came out in 1940, but I I did remember it. Well, no, they they have VHS. So that's what Disney used to do. Is like yeah, they yeah, they yeah. bury their physical copies and then bring them back so they could do a, a, a what do you call that intentional uh, intentional famine? scarcity scarcity yeah, yeah. economics. Um, but no, like the the only thing the most Pinocchio I remember is the ride at Disneyland, like. If you want to oh, get yeah, through the, all those fairy dog. tales, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ride right through it, and you know exactly what's going on. You don't even need words. You don't even need words. Uh, Pinocchio turning into donkey haunted my dreams a lot of the time. Really? Yeah. Really? Not a not a big uh, not a big burrow. Guy. I was terrified I was going to turn into donkey. I thought that was real. <laughs> so you went to school and were a good boy. Yeah, I was a good boy. I think that 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 was like the I guess the intended effect. That's one of the redeeming qualities of this film. It's a good boy movie. Yeah, who would have knew? Movie. Yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> history with Pinocchio did not equivocate to you got to be a good boy or else all these things are going to happen to you, but yeah. not as a puppet as a human. Yeah, he just was lucky to get away from it because he was a puppet. 
Like, that's his caveat. It's like, I'm going to do all this bad shit, but nothing bad's going to happen because I'm a puppet and they don't want to deal with me because I'm a stupid fucking puppet. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't talk about possessed it. Possessed doll. <laughs> so this movie starts by like a, a, a possessed log. A magical ro- log. Magical log rolling through a town. Almost killing children. Almost, almost animals. Running over literally everything in its path. It, it tries to be, the police try to arrest it. The police, also not very good at their jobs. Uh, the Mounties of Italy, the constables, uh, the constables on, on the cobblestones. They they try to arrest, arrest this uh, log multiple times. They can never really catch up to it, and until it knocks on Geppetto's door, and then Geppetto says, "I'll make you into a hat rack." Oh, no, I'll make you into a puppet. That's yeah. it. I have it. A puppet. <laughs> I've always wanted a boy. <laughs> I've always wanted a boy, so I'm gonna create this sex doll. It's the first like extend. <laughs> it's the first like extended dub of the movie where you're like, oh my god, this is what this movie is. And yeah. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, I'm just gonna explain over overly explain what my intentions are. And then then he creates Pinocchio, and Pinocchio rampages for the first five to ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, and. He 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 lets he lets the wine cats gets loose. He he gets around. He sends Ge- they arrest Geppetto and send him to the poorhouse. Yeah, because he can't because, because Pinocchio <laughs> can't go to prison because he's a puppet. <laughs> so he pins it on old this old I man. Mean, of course, of course he can't. And then he gets uh, <laughs> and then Geppetto comes home and catches him on fire because he was like, oh, I can't. I, I, I have nothing. I can't do anything because I'm just a puppet. Yeah. But he, he just lit on fire, doesn't even notice, gets Sold his up. jacket for school school supplies. Geppetto sells his jacket for four cents to buy a book for him. But then, but then Pinocchio sells the book for four cents to get into a puppet theater. Go to with, a pizza. Where all the puppets there recognize him and take him to the big puppet guy who cries and lets him go but gives him five coins because he told a nice sad story. And he was about to eat him. He was going to eat a wooden puppet. (laughs) And that's just like the first 20 minutes of the movie. This is a book. This This is is all directly (laughs) adapted from a book. <laughs> like after that is when he he meets up with the fox and the cat and yeah, then they and they cat. rob him blind and then he gets Honest arrested then he gets arrested and he meets a, another bad kid but then he the blue fairy just bails him out over and over and over and over so I think maybe that's what I was really looking for is yeah. my own blue fairy you know right something to bail me out of all my situations because it it's almost like he he was just acting without repercussions a lot of the time it Absolutely. wasn't until the very end of the movie. When he he's working like a donkey, man, and just to get just to get Geppetto some milk, <laughs> glasses of milk. <laughs> Geppetto being like super, uh, the way that Pinocchio was in the beginning of the movie. Geppetto at the end of the movie being like, "Oh, I thought that you were gonna get me like more milk. I yeah. thought you, weren't you? Didn't you say you were gonna like do this for me?" Pinocchio's <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, yeah, Papa, Papa, yes, uh, yes, Papa." <laughs> At the beginning of the movie, Geppetto's like, I have this one pear for you to eat. And then yeah. <laughs> and Pinocchio's like, I'm not going to eat that pear. Yeah. That has pear skin on it. <laughs> Please nothing. get rid of the skin. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets fed pear skins in prison. <laughs> it's pretty, uh, I like that uh, tie around. Oh, my God. There's honestly too much in this movie to even go through it. If I'd given a play-by-play of this movie, you wouldn't believe it. Would you, would you have rather had the whale or was the shark a, a better touch? I don't. Uh, my que- my answer is I don't know. Who changed it? Was it a shark in? There's no sharks in Italy, are there? 
I don't know if you know if there's whales in Italy. There's got to be whales. In no, there's there's like Wallace. <laughs> they call Wally. it Wallace. 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 There's devilfish. You got some. You got some uh, octopi up in that piece. Um, so that could have been a nice, nice little twist. It's a giant octopus. I like when they live in the whale. Yeah, that's fun. It's very interesting. It's I thought the cat was with them, but so, maybe that's just the Disney version. So it's not a shark. What's it is a shark. Oh. In this version, it is a shark. I don't know if in the story it's a shark, but um, it's a giant fish. So I think that's the ambiguous okay, thing. Okay, okay. So a whale makes makes less sense. Because the whale's not a fish. Well, you could survive in for days. Well, I guess you're right. Um, <laughs> I mean, we don't have a fact checker, so nobody's going to tell me if that's false or hey, not. Hey, it worked for Jonah. <laughs> it feels true to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what other real good stuff was in this movie, Nick? Uh, production design, great in this movie. Well-deserved Italian Academy Award. <laughs> Ins- inside the Whale. Well-deserved uh, death. Big fan. <laughs> well-deserved death. Take that back. Take it to back. Take it to back. No, he lived a long and promising <laughs> life. He deserves a posthumous award. Uh, top five, we should have done a top five Italian movies of all time. <laughs> just included this on the list. Lady and the Tramp, just for that one scene. <laughs> <laughs> the emotional crux of this movie is uh, near the end when Pinocchio is finally knowing what a, what a hard day's work, honest day's work is. Yeah. And no get rich quick scheme yeah, here. No, yeah, no, you can't just bury money and hope that it uh, hope it grows <laughs> a some, money tree. <laughs> money tree, <laughs> just like the most. He is. I mean, we have to give him. He a, was just bored. Yeah, he was just bored. Bored. Carved. He was just carved. Just carved. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he didn't. He doesn't know anything. Hold it's on, understandable. hold on. I forgot Geppetto's wig. Oh yeah, the Geppetto wig scene. The Geppetto wig is the best part of the movie. Is it? I don't know if it is. Geppetto is wearing like a large wig, large blonde wig that makes little to no sense for the character and is jarring every single time that you see it and throws you off unbelievably, without a doubt, <laughs> whenever it's brought up. And they say it looks like an egg constantly. It's weirdly blonde. Why yes. is it blonde? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It is crazy that that is in the movie. I mean, for the he plays Geppetto well. Yeah, because he other, has other, the garb. Other than that, Geppetto was great. I thought he was the best actor in the movie. Probably. Uh, but back to back to the emotional crux of the movie. So Pinocchio has been working hard for this farm. The uh, the farmer says, "Hey, uh, you you've been working a lot. You work twice as hard as my donkey. My I was working my donkey so hard that he died. And this is he got uh, sick. Yeah, he got sick. He's dying." Uh, Pinocchio goes to see goes to see the donkey, and it it's his friend. It's, it's his fucking friend, Leonardo. Leonardo, the bad boy who bad boy t- who introduced him to lollipops. <laughs> bad boy who turned donkey. Yeah, he, he got caught for stealing twenty eight lollipops, but little did they know there's a twenty ninth lollipop. And then they were like, "Let's lick it all at the same time. Let's go jails time stuff." Uh, but then he he sees he sees the donkey, and then you're not expecting it, but it happens. He he whispers. Pinocchio, it's me. <laughs> and, <you're, laughs> and then he says, uh, he says, noble, noble friend, noble, noble something, noble soul. Yeah, noble soul. Yeah. And uh, recognizes his friend, and then his friend dies underneath him after letting him lick his uh, his lolly. <laughs> letting him lick his lollipop, <laughs> just leave it at that. <laughs> it tastes like paradise. But it's it's a real moment, and if I can if if I can find it online, I'll make sure Kyle edits it <laughs> edits it in right here. You really should. <laughs> uh, 
the best best part of the best actor in the movie. Let's go with best voice actor in the movie. Who do you think who who was the best voice? I mean, Kevin James wins it because I didn't even know it was Kevin James. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was solid. Second place would have to go to Regis for being the ringmaster. That, that he was a good ringmaster. He was maybe the first voice that I was like. I recognize all the other ones, and I was like, "Is that cheat?" I was just—I just didn't know that they were—they got famous names for this movie. Yeah. So I, I recognized all of them, but I couldn't—I didn't want to be like, "There's no." I was like, "John Cleese was a dead giveaway." Yeah, John Cleese for sure. I got, and I was just like, "There's no way John Cleese is in this movie." And I thought it was just—they just found people that sounded like celebrities until I heard the Regis one, and then I was like, "Okay, these are all just the actual celebrities," and I looked it up. And yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's surprising how how deep the voice cast is and how I thought Eddie Griffin and Cheech Cheech are too solid. Like that's like a buddy, like a buddy movie that I would watch those two actors together <laughs> as like you know uh, con men, complete lunatics. Yeah, yeah, lunatic con men where they were they were constantly saying like French things like back to each other or saying like myself, me, myself, oh, ha ha, <laughs> and I was just like, what is going on? And they were just like running. They were just letting them run their mouths the whole time, and I thought it was excellent. Uh, conspiracy theory: They probably casted Chong as Eddie Griffin's role, but uh, Tommy Chong was in prison at the time of uh, of doing the voice work. Two thousand two. Look it up. Yeah, it might have happened. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Um, who who was the worst voice actor for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Breckenmeyer. Brecken, yeah, Brecken's the easy go to um, honorable mensch to uh, to Queen Latifah. Don't know why she was the dove. Papa, Papa, she did great. <laughs> sure, <laughs> she, had like she did. Four words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the worst actor though in the movie was Roberto Benigni's performance as Pinocchio. As a child, yeah. as a child who's a puppet child. I, yeah. it, it just throws. I, I just there was no way I would have bought into that. Yeah. Like not for a second. No, no, not at all. And, and that should have been the goal, and I don't think it was the goal, unfortunately. Yeah. Friends are to foe. Uh, Lisa Kudrow is a blue fairy. Oh, she's, that's pretty good. She's very uh, fairy-like. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I see that. I'm doing Willem as uh, the cricket. So, mini Willem Dafoe. It's me, Pinocchio. I'm your conscience. <laughs> <laughs> that cricket was creepy. The, the cricket looked creepy. It was weird. <laughs> it gave him a weird look. I'm just an old man with a with a droopy <laughs> face, but I have an antenna growing out. And uh, I loved in the beginning when Pinocchio tries to kill him, and he's like, and he's just like the hammer. They're, yeah. they're like, hey, what what job do you have? And he's like, oh, I'm gonna love any job that I do. Uh, yeah, what job are you gonna get? And he's like, sending people to the cricket cemetery. <laughs> Just like tries to kill him, I you can't kill a, co- a talking cricket. That's no. extremely bad luck. He's literally his conscience. That has to be bad luck. <clears throat> Quotes. Uh, we we were dancing around it. There's there's a lot of good ones. Of course, the big all the papa 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 call outs <laughs> papa papa. It's uh it's it's uh almost every line in this movie is funny. Chalkboard scratching. Yeah, uh, I later in the movie when I was started writing down the quotes I. I the farmer comes in and says, like, oh, what, what are you doing with my donkey in there? And he's like, oh, that donkey's my best friend from school. And he's like, oh, that's a great school where your donkey can become your best friend. I'm surprised his nose didn't grow. Yeah. His nose didn't grow for anybody except the fairy. So I thought yeah. that I thought he was lying all the time, too. Lying all the time. Lying all the time. Yeah. I thought, so he just can't lie to the fairy. I thought he would can't lie in general. 
I thought so too. Yeah, I think that was a. I think that was a. It didn't grow in, one time. In Benini's direction, I think that was. There a we big go. Misstep. That's that's the biggest. That's the biggest flaw of the movie. <laughs> Italians were pissed off. Biggest Why is a nose no grow? <laughs> he has to uh, grow when he a lie. <laughs> yeah. He's not an honest boy. He's I a bad boy. I can see you're a liar. You're an actress. Um, when he gets nabbed and sent to prison, um, the guard uh, says, uh, "Welcome to welcome to grab Dimwit Prison. Here you go." <laughs> Dimwit. That was a good uh, throwaway line right there. There's a lot of good jokes that were just like, they they must have just put them in there for no reason. They had to, <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, fill in time. Yeah, fill in time, please. It can't just be um, the the background of, <laughs> the background <laughs> chorus and uh, music being lowered while they were like, we uh, they were like, we, we, can, we obviously cannot dub this movie word for word because that would take way too much time. So let's just, uh, let's just make stuff up. Yeah. Improv. Yeah, I'm sure, the, I'm sure the Weinstein saw this and they were like, this is way too crazy and we need to make this as dumb as possible <laughs> for, for the audience to even have a chance of coming to the theaters. Yeah. Um, make it fresh? Can't, unless you give me the, the subtitled version. That's the only way to make it fresh, potentially. Yeah. Um, and even then, I don't, I don't even think it would be a fresh movie. It wouldn't be as bad as this. Yeah. But... Wouldn't be wouldn't be above 55. If, that's this, for mo- sure. if this movie was streaming, I would consider it uh, consider showing it to people. The the dub version? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> As a joke. Oh, uh, that'd be good. Uh, that'd be pretty good. Um the the most memorable uh scene from for me in this film, um it's I didn't see it, but it's in the trailer where um where he just calls it where I think he's about to carry that jug of water. He and he just goes, I'm strong. <laughs> and he does the uh he does the double the double flex. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing I remember about this film that's emblazoned in my brain for no good reason. Uh, but yeah, that's this it. movie made me laugh a lot. Actually, it's bad of, laughing. Yeah, yeah. It, so, Just what are we doing with our lives? I don't know. Watching a 2002 Pinocchio. If movie. I edit this, I'm gonna add in a bunch of. I'm just gonna add in a supercut right here of just just clips and just Papa. It's <laughs> just throwing some papas. Gotta have the papas, the mamas. This movie has been erased off of the internet, and it's extremely hard to get clips of, so I'm sorry. I cannot add any clips in at this time. And uh, <laughs> and none of it's with an Italian accent, so uh, it could have been even funnier had, yeah. had it come down to it. Pearl Harbor. Um, yeah, it's now time for the games. Okay. Time for the top five. Top five. Uh, we're going to do our top five non-Muppet puppets in movies. Big puppet energy. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot when yeah. you think about it, because everything that you think is a puppet movie revolves around Jim Henson, and Jim Henson is Disney adjacent. Yes. So you can't count him. Can't, yeah. can't count Labyrinth. No Henson. Can't count um, Happy Crystal. Time Murders. Yeah. Can't count Dark Crystal. Can't count Gremlins. Yeah. Man, there's like there's, it, it really cuts the criteria down here. But we're gonna soldier on. Yeah, it's pretty tough. He's gay, but he he has a special connection to classical music. There's many things that are interesting about him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my number five. It's a kind of a toss up. I guess I'll I'll go honorable mention. My honorable mention, uh, first and foremost, are the marionettes from uh, Being John Malkovich. Uh, oh, that's good. Great performance. Uh, oh, piece. wow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, really enjoyed that. 
But my number five is going to have to be... Um, You're going to put that bef- after the marionettes? Yeah, yeah. Because he's, it's more prominent. He's got the TV show out. He's a very popular character. And they tried to do a CGI remake with Mark Hamill as the voice, and it didn't work at all. But the, the original doll and puppet sequences of Chucky, um, Child's Play movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bride of Chucky, Ch- Seed of Chucky, whatever, really, really good. Really good. Really good practical effects. That's my number five. Okay, that's good. Then I'm going to have to go Falcor from The NeverEnding Story as my number five. Uh, <laughs> uh, problematic, to say the least. <laughs> why is why is NeverEnding Story problematic? Uh, have you seen NeverEnding Story in a little while? No. <laughs> okay. There, there, there's some sexual undertones to Falcor. Okay. <laughs> while he's flying around with children on his back. So... <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just leave it at that. Uh, I don't believe any of the rumors. I don't think that it's true. I, I, I 100% believe that, that Falcor is just a nice dragon that likes to you know help people uh, in their time of need. So that's 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 where I'm coming from. For That's my number five. I wonder who made Falcor. You want to look that up? I know it's not Jim. Uh, a German a German puppet. Puppeteer. German puppeteers. Yes. Probably the same people that did like those those British like um, Little Red Riding Hood movies. Okay, number four for me, Jigsaw from the uh, the Saw franchise. Really creepy puppet, really iconic puppet. Um, it's funny that we have more puppet movies that are horror films than uh, happy movies. Uh, the creator of Falcor was built by uh, Giuseppe Tuturu. There you go. He's Tutura. Italian, Italian German. Yeah, so all German the way back Italian. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. There's nothing really much more to say about Jigsaw. He's just one of the most iconic puppets um in american cinema yeah but that's what i'm saying i think that's a point of contention we should have more friendly puppet movies more friendly puppets yeah that not, that aren't necessarily muppets well yeah the muppets take up all the friendly pu- puppet territory i think that that's that's where we we have the hard time that's jigsaw is my number one he's my number one wow. puppet wow murderer wow he rides a tricycle as puppets should, uh, I think that he he's menacing in a good way. He is an iconic puppet, but he's not a doll. There's, not a doll. There, there's a there's a Annabelle is a doll. Annabelle's a doll. Mouth Jig, don't move. Jigsaw is a puppet. Yeah, mouth moves. Active. Jigsaw freaks me out more than any other. His puppet. legs move on that little bicycle, <laughs> which is which is hilarious <laughs> and, and scary and scary at the same time. So I, I <laughs> iconic puppet Jigsaw. He's my number one. Just skipping ahead. So uh, that's fine. Yeah, my number four is Pinocchio from Shrek. Oh, okay, Shrek, Shrek, Pinocchio, Shrek, Pinocchio. Okay, you gotta, you gotta designate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not many people understand that. <laughs> um, Does that count though? Since it's animated, that was my only. Uh, eh. if, if not, then I'll have, to, I'll change to one of the other Pinocchios. You should be the Jonathan Daler <laughs> Thomas Pinocchio. Uh, but no, I'll allow it. If we can, we'll, we'll. He I'll is make a, this he's one a pup, concession. He, he's a puppet portrayed. You know, he's if you're portrayed. letting me get away with num- my number two, I'll let you get away with your number four. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number three um, is the entire cast of Team America. Yep. You can't pick your favorite. That's a Sophie's Choice right there when it I comes ag- to that. I concur. Um, it's a brilliant um, brilliant take on um, <laughs> It's my number two. action movies. Yeah, it's my number two because uh, Team America is, when you say puppets, when you say puppets, specifically with a P, yeah. I think Team America. Yeah. Maybe the first thing I think of. Yeah. One of the one of the exceptions to the rule of, of scary puppets. There's not a scary puppet to be found unless you count Michael Moore. 
Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, or Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Just based off of uh, sheer anxiety. <laughs> or uh, or Joe Gary F- when he's having sex. <laughs> yeah. Or Joe Biden, you know. Is Joe Biden above it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh there you uh, go. There yeah. you go. Jeez. Some say maybe. Uh, yeah. Trust your sources. Yeah. <laughs> What's your number three? Nick? <laughs> My number three is uh, in the same vein as uh, Puppet Sex as Team America. There's another over eight minute long puppet sex scene in this movie, uh, Anomalisa. There the- really is a lovemaking scene that's eight <laughs> minutes long. Dino Stamatopoulos. Wow. Oh yes. Wow. Wowzers. Yes, it is. A, it is a long and multiple positioned. <laughs> In a different, in a sensual way. Oh my! Not in Team America for laughs away. In like a, in like a, this is this is how puppets have sex uh, in real life sort of way. I kind of want to watch this movie. Anomalisa. Uh, it's it's an existential. It's a good movie. I I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters with mm. you know some old people. Mm. <laughs> this is definitely like a daytime. I saw I saw like an early afternoon screening. Thirty on yeah. a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like me. And, uh, you know, maybe eight other people in geriatrics. And we, we were all just like, wow, this is yeah, this is what we're watching. Yeah, it's, you and the Red Hat Lady Society. Yeah, yeah Kaufman. Kaufman. Uh, yeah, Charlie Kaufman. Yeah, his his and uh, first movie in a long time. Yeah, yeah, right after Schenectady. Um, okay, well yeah, then. A movie I long to understand, but never will. Running right through. Yeah, you'll never will. It's, uh, it's too meta. Um, two and one, uh, back to back for me. You got Pooh Bear from Christopher Robin. So, okay. So the Ewan McGregor um, <laughs> oh, led Christopher okay. Robin yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah. You had a uh, Pooh Bear who was who was uh, a practical effect puppet, uh, not not CGI, which is really a nice take for for Disney to do that. Really well done movie. Uh, really, uh, it's an interesting take on um, Winnie the Pooh and like, oh, what happens when Christopher Robin gets older? What happened? Uh, my number one. Surprised it's not on your list, Nick. Uh, Slappy, the ventriloquist dummy from Goosebumps. I mean, I'm not a Goosebumps guy. You gotta watch. You're not. You're not a Goosebumps guy, man. It's too scary. It's the too mo- scary the for movies me. are so good. As a kid, it was too scary. But these are the movies. They're children's. They're children's movies. This Nick. is the Jack. The Jack Black. <laughs> the movies? Jack Black movies. Yes. Not the house with the clock. Cock in its balls. <laughs> no, not the house with the cock in its balls. <laughs> the Slappy is in both Goosebumps and voiced both times by Jack Black. It's good. What does he sound like? Hey, it's uh, hey, it's me, Slappy. <laughs> what are you doing? That freaks me out. You I, don't I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, you really should. Well, goose, Goosebumps, I... I <laughs> honorable mention TV show to Mr. Marbles from I got, Seinfeld. <laughs> my, my honorable mention is uh, the puppets in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, I in mean, the, but in, they're very Muppet-esque. In the vampire. Yeah, yeah. they're very Muppet-esque. I would have put them on my list, but I felt like they were too... They close were to number five. Too close that's, to the threshold. Number six, number six. Man, they would have been on my list. I just didn't feel like they uh, they des- they deserved it because they're very uh, Henson-esque. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there you go. Yeah. Let's choose your top five. Hopefully you choose the right one. Yeah, choose the right one. Uh, Thanksgiving we, edition. We all know that, that the right list involves Jigsaw and Team America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. For a game, uh, I I'd say the game that we should play is uh, you, you pitch me a weird fairy tale like Pinocchio. Like, give me a modern day fairy tale, but uh, or um, ancient, ancient. Give me an old school fairy tale, but a little bit of modernization, a little twist on it, like uh, our boy Robert Benign did. Okay. I'll go first. Um, it's um. Jack Spratt could eat no fat, and his wife could eat no lean. 
And that's why they hate each other. And they're going through a raucous divorce. So it's a rom-com slash divorce comedy directed by the Coen brothers. <laughs> St- starring John Goodman as uh, as Mrs. Spratt. <laughs> so, so, so it's a, uh, Jack- and John Hawks as Jack Spratt. <laughs> so the, the divorce is coming from their lack of like dietary... Com- Compatibility. They can't. Comp- they can't. They got together. They fell in love. So they moved in together. Turns out she can't eat no lean, and he can't eat no fat. And they got. They got to work through it. And then he finds. Uh, he finds another fairy tale. Uh, love of his life. Um, just so happens that she's a div- uh, a, a, a divorce day as well. It's the old <laughs> woman who lives in a shoe. Oh, with twelve so, kids. So cross streams. Yeah, it's gonna be like a live action uh, Shrek fairy tale land uh, sort of thing, but with uh, practical circumstances revolved around it. Okay, okay, okay. Old lady who lives in a shoe, obviously Francis McDormand. Yeah, all. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's Cohen Brothers. It's Cohen Brothers. So, so she, she has to be there she, somewhere. She's got to be involved somehow. Um, I got a couple. I don't want to go scary, otherwise I'd go monkey paw. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna do Johnny Appleseed. My guy, Johnny Appleseed. Based on a real story. Based on a real story, uh, so it's kind of it's got a little bit of a historical fiction to it. Um, he's going around. We got to modernize it though, so it's it's a climate thing, you know. Yeah. So he he's Johnny Appleseed's back. Johnny Appleseed's back, and he's realizing all the apple trees are growing like in the same places, but there's not a lot of trees everywhere else. Mm. And uh, he starts crusading a little bit, you know. He's eating apples, spitting on people. (laughs) He's not taking no shit from nobody. He's going to go straight to the top. He's basically a... a, Who's Greta? Greta Greta Van Fleet? No. Greta Thunberg? Yep. Greta Thunberg. (laughs) Yeah, it's a Greta Thunberg type story uh, where Johnny Appleseed, played by Keanu Reeves. Wow. It's pretty good. D.H. Keanu Reeves. I think I've seen this movie already. It was called The Book of Eli. Oh. With uh, Denzel Washington. <laughs> uh, my my backup is just to remake almost exactly that Tall Tales movie. Oh, yeah. With uh, with uh, Babe the Blue Ox and, yep. John, and John Henry. Yep. And uh, I just want to make that movie again. Paul Bunyan. I think that it could be really good. Who's the third guy? Is it Pecos Bill? Yeah, it's. Yeah, that's exactly Pecos, right. I think it's Pecos Bill. Yeah. I always confuse that, um, the guy who played Pecos Bill with Kiefer Sutherland. Tall Tale. It was called Tall Tale. Directed by Jeremiah S. Chechnik. 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 Well, uh, who is John Henry in the in the movie? It's uh, MCD? Yeah. Michael I, Clark Duncan's John Henry? I think so. No. This is before no, his no, time. No, 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 it wasn't. It was uh, Patrick Swayze as Pecos Bill. Oliver Platt, Oliver Platt as, as Paul, Paul Bunyan. Wow. <laughs> Nick Stahl as Daniel Hackett. Yeah, Nick Stahl's the kid. Yeah. Yep. Jared Harris as Head Thug Pug. <laughs> nice. Catherine O'Hara in this movie. Catherine O'Hara. Moira Sinise in this movie. And then uh, John Henry played by Roger Aaron Brown. Roger Aaron Brown. Uh, who you would recognize from... Is he a football player? I don't know. He's not in a lot. He's a... Uh, Seems like maybe his biggest movie. He's in the Assassin's Creed video games, so good for him there. Known for RoboCop 2, Cobra, Seeking a Friend for the End of he the World. He was in Miracle in Lane 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Disney yeah. Channel Disney. original movie. <laughs> yeah, back on our DCOMs. He's on the district with... Uh, Which is a good... That's a good movie. Uh, Stephen Lang is also in this movie. This wow. is the movie... I would just remake this movie. I think that it could be a huge hit. 
I think so too. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good. Movie a young boy's imagination summons cowboy legend Pecos Bill, who helps him save the family farm from greedy land grabber. Wow. With the help of a lumberjack and a railroad worker, they all embark on a surprise-filled adventure. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, this movie blew my mind back in the day. Tall Tale, uh, double. That's the two disc. Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Damn. That's yeah. the two disc feature with Wild America with Jonathan Taylor <laughs> oh, Thomas with Marty man. about Marty. Uh, <laughs> Marty Stoffer. Which also is distantly related to the Great Panda Adventure. Oh, remember that one? Yeah. That was a good one. Hi-yo! When he gets hit with the <laughs> with the dart. Hi-yo! Man, what a good movie. What a run of good movies. Run of good animal companion movies. Maybe that's next year. We're going to do weddings and animal companion movies. <laughs> which is, you know, not far, few and far between if you ask our yeah, fiancés. That, yeah, there you go. Uh, final thoughts. We can agree the consensus is no. Yep. Not better than the big green. Yep. We can re-rate it, uh, keep it at zero. Yep. Uh, there's no reason to add add to uh, Roberto Benigni's ego. It's True. already being stroked enough. What's your blurb? I would say it's a fun watch, but my nose would grow. Mmm. Nice uh, play on play on the character. Yep. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> Pinocchio. Uh... <laughs> Even my guma said this was terrible. <laughs> uh, real recommendation for the Thanksgiving folk out there. Do you have one? Started Andor. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty darn good. It, it's it's needs to be more. It needs to be the definitive Star Wars show over the Mandalorian. How about that hot take? It will. Be, yeah. How far are you into it? Like episode two. Okay. So wait. Yeah. Wait till the arc two and arc three. <laughs> Like by far, I agree. This this should be what and what this should be what the Mandalorian this is to be, the to the public should be first. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's never going to be. It's, it it's gonna be. it's gonna be like cut by season I just two. Don't, I just don't understand it at all. Well, they're only doing two seasons. Oh, really? They're not yeah. extending it. Okay, makes yeah, sense. T- Tony Gore is like, I have they had, they had him all plotted out. He was like, I'm gonna do it. Fine. I mean, well, actually, we already know how he dies. So. Well, actually, they, yeah, exactly. Actually, they were like, uh, they're like, hey, Tony, we want you to do a Star Wars show. And then he was like, I don't want to do any. He's, he saw Obi-Wan and he was, or he, he was offered Obi-Wan. He's mm. like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Here's what I want to do. And then they were like, yeah. Yeah. And it was the right call. It was. It was. Well, that's good. Your uh, recommendation, Nick. I did two. I just read two memoirs. Wow. Uh, not a big memoir guy usually. No. Uh, and both the uh, women, women in film memoirs. I read Carrie Fisher. Uh, oh yeah, piece of work. Wishful drinking. Oh, wishful drinking. The wishful. I read two piece of the of off ones. Is her, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't read the. I didn't Broadway read the big show. ones for both of these. Uh, yeah, it's based off her Broadway show. Um, wishful drinking, and then Nora Ephron, the last. Uh, oh, last the Nora Ephron her, memoir. Her, not the not heartburn or the other or like my neck hurts because those both were unavailable. Mm. So I uh, I read the last one she wrote before she died. Uh, I'm I'm forgetting things. I can't remember anything, I think is what it's called. I can't remember anything? Yeah. I don't know it. Yeah, it's her last book of essays before... Oh, before she passed she, away. She di- yeah, she yeah. died like two years after she wrote Wow. Why the fuck do I know this piece of work show? Maybe it's a show? I Remember Nothing and Other Reflections by Nora Ephron. Oh, Joan Rivers' piece of work. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not Gary Fisher. Yeah, Carrie Fisher was wishful drinking. Good. Good. 
Solid. Okay. Very funny. She's very funny. Very funny. No, she's she's hilarious. Great writer. You should watch her. Uh, her I want to read. Uh, I want to read her first novel, and then I also want to read uh, Heartburn by Nora Ephron about um, breaking up with Carl Bernstein. Because, <laughs> woo. Promoted a lot of good work by her. That's yeah, for sure. Um, she dated someone else famous, right? Or married someone else famous? Tom Skerritt? Nora? Yeah. She married three journalists. Uh, the last one, though, being the writer of Goodfellas. Oh, Nick, that's right. Nick Nick, Nick, uh, Nick Pileggi. Yeah, Nick Pileggi. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because I'm back on my reading. Because you can read, unlike a wooden <laughs> puppet from uh, 1800s Italy, who oh really God, enjoyed man. the small things in life. We like, didn't talk about how much school school got a lot of a bad rap in this movie. So they talked about like he, how he didn't want to, he didn't want to go to school ever. But then when he goes there, they're like, "We're gonna have a party." Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh, Leonardo would love to have a party." <laughs> he goes to find him, which sends him to the, you know, yeah, the the boys' island, the boys' island where they all turn into donkeys. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Yeah, okay. love that. Yep. Well, this has been Pinocchio. Hopefully, we'll never have to talk about it. Talking about it again. Talking about it again. But we probably will because um, God hates the Italians. Yep. And they only <laughs> they only promise them uh, uh, to be good boys. That's anti-Italian discrimination. You know, whatever. Uh, I got no strings, and neither should you about this movie. Uh, this has been real rotten. That's been Nick. I've been Steven. Uh, tune in for our holiday special, where it won't be the Star Wars holiday special. Nope. But you should listen to that episode anyways, uh, because there's, you know. You it's a don't, classic. Yeah, it's a you classic. yeah, you wanted to hear about Wookiees having sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> listen, but listen to our next episode where we d- uh, dive into the apparently only bad Santa Claus movie. Santa Claus 3. Question mark, yeah. Escape Claus. Uh, happy holidays to one and all. Enjoy your travel, folks. Goodbye. Some films are ripe, some films are rotten We like our potatoes are gotten You ought to film, but you can't even But here comes Nick and Steve And they break it down, they turn it out And when it was over, you wanted to shout I want my money back that was real rotten Real fucking rotten